Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, February 10th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Many people trying to stay in shape this winter are facing the difficult choice of whether to go back to the gym as the pandemic drags on. If I don't exercise for a while, I feel it. My gait slows down, it get, my footsteps get smaller, you know, it's uh, sort of more like an old person, which of course I am, but uh, I mean, I guess it's worth the risk. St. Louis Public Radio's Niara Savage explores the dilemma of returning to the gym during the pandemic in just a few minutes. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says the statewide indoor mask mandate will end this month in most places. He says the restrictions will be lifted on the 28th, but masks will still be required on public transportation, in hospitals, and in K-12 schools. We have uh, lots of people who are joined together in smaller spaces, thousands of people interacting in one location at a time. Uh, And so that's something that will come weeks hence. Pritzker says COVID-19 hospitalizations have dropped by two-thirds since Illinois' Omicron peak, which helped prompt the new guidance. Public health leaders in the Metro East are planning for the end of that statewide mask mandate. St. Clair County Health Department Director Myla Blandford is stopping short of fully endorsing the plan announced yesterday by the governor. She says people can still make good choices even after the mandate is lifted. We still have all the tools in place to keep us safe. Be up to date on your vaccine as soon as you're, as soon as you're eligible. Make sure that if you're sick, you're tested. Wear a mask in crowded spaces and wash your hands. Blanford says the county's COVID-19 hospitalizations are going down dramatically. She also says 63 percent of all eligible residents are vaccinated. Missouri senators remain at odds over a plan to redraw the state's eight U.S. House districts. The Senate quit yesterday with no resolution after a third day of filibustering by conservative Republicans. Members are scheduled to try again today. Conservatives are fighting a proposal backed by Republican legislative leaders that's projected to send six Republicans and two Democrats to the U.S. House. The conservative caucus wants to reshape the districts to give the GOP a chance at winning seven seats. A proposed 7-1 map was defeated earlier this week. St. Louis Public Schools is pushing for more parent political involvement in Jefferson City. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, dozens of the district's supporters went to the Capitol yesterday to advocate for education issues. The group of parents boarded a bus early in the morning, wearing blue St. Louis Public Schools shirts and masks. They made their way through the halls of the Missouri Capitol, talking to legislators about a range of issues. This session, lawmakers pre-filed more than 140 bills on education. Emily Kelso is a parent in the district and the chair of the St. Louis Public Schools Parent Action Council. We feel like St. Louis Public Schools has not always been well represented from the parent perspective, and we want to make sure that they hear from us, that they know that we choose St. Louis Public Schools, that this is not a place that we're trapped. Although groups lobby lawmakers in Jefferson City regularly, St. Louis Public Schools board members say this is the first time in recent memory that parents have taken the initiative to advocate at the Capitol. In Jefferson City, I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. A Missouri man sentenced to life in prison as a teenager will be released April 23rd. Michael Polite was notified this week that he can leave prison in the spring. He was convicted in the 1998 murder of his mother in Washington County. Polite has maintained his innocence. 
Experts say there were problems with his trial, including the fact that evidence used to convict Polite was disproven. Several jurors say they no longer believe he was guilty. Polite was 18 when sentenced to life in prison and will be 38 when he is paroled later this year. Many in the St. Louis area stopped going to the gym during the pandemic. With no end to COVID-19's grip in sight, people are coming to different conclusions about whether it's safe to go back. St. Louis Public Radio's Niara Savage reports. At the lab gym, a handful of people are back to hitting weight machines and lifting free weights as music pumps through the gym. But the gym isn't as crowded as it would usually be at a time of year when many people are working on their New Year's resolutions. Lab gym member Nicole Holzum stopped coming into the gym when it closed two years ago at the start of the coronavirus pandemic, then eagerly returned, even though it meant wearing a mask. The minute they let us back in here, I've been in ever since, five days a week. Um, I feel totally safe. But many members aren't yet returning to the lab. Management says memberships are still a fraction of what they were before the pandemic started. The gym requires people to wear a mask, but many people don't like working out in one. Marion Link says she's been working out at the lab gym for years. She isn't going into the gym these days, but not because she's concerned about catching the coronavirus. When I was required to wear a mask in the gym, I had to quit. I I could not lift anything heavy for any length of time without hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. Link hasn't been back to the gym in a year and now works out with a small group and a trainer in a warehouse where she doesn't have to wear a mask. Some public health experts say working out in a gym during the spike in coronavirus cases isn't a good idea. St. Louis University infectious disease specialist and physician Sarah George says gyms could be an especially risky environment with factors that fuel transmissibility of the virus. People in gyms, um, you know, they're working out, which is great for their health, um, but that means they're huffing and puffing and breathing an awful lot and exhaling a lot of air. And depending on how the equipment is placed or what they're doing, they may be doing so at close quarters. And many of them are not wearing masks. It varies from place to place a bit. George says coronavirus particles can survive and remain infectious on hard surfaces for several hours. Personal trainers say many clients are choosing to stay home. Bryce Mitchell is the owner of New Era Fitness in St. Louis, which offers personal training and small group sessions. Normally, our normal schedule before... This was 5 a.m. to like maybe 11, and then I get a break and I pick back up from 3 to like 7. This has been, I probably maybe see two clients a day, three clients a day. One of his clients is Sarah Feltz. She started going back into the New Era Fitness Gym when cases waned, but stopped when Omicron struck. She usually gets a couple of workouts in a week at the gym, but she hasn't been back since Christmas. And my grandma is 92, and she's in good health, but I want to be able to if something were to happen, I want to be able to be able to go see her right away. And that's sort of what's at the top of my mind when I'm trying to figure out, you know, where am I going and with who and for how long and, you know, what are the COVID precautions being taken. But not everybody who's in a high-risk category is avoiding the gym. 85-year-old Peter Hammond says Omicron hasn't stopped him. He still gets a one-on-one workout with Mitchell about twice a week and says getting into the gym regularly is crucial for maintaining his health. If I don't exercise for a while, I, I feel it, you know, my, my gait slows down, it get, my footsteps get smaller, you know, it's, uh, 
start acting more like an old person, which of course I am, but uh, I mean, I guess it's worth the risk. However, a gym isn't required to reap the benefits of regular exercise. Sarah George, the slew infectious disease expert, says working out at home is the safer option. You may not have all the equipment at home. You probably don't. But, you know, you can still do basic jumping jacks, uh, jogging in place, whatever it may be you want to do uh, at home. It's simply, in my opinion, a risk you don't need to take. If you must go to the gym, George says those who are vaccinated and boosted should bring wipes to clean equipment before using it and work out a safe distance away from other people. I'm Niara Savage, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, the St. Louis Blues and head coach Craig Berube have agreed to a three-year contract extension. It keeps the 56-year-old behind the Blues bench through the 2024-25 season. Berube guided the Blues to the team's only Stanley Cup in 2019. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.